Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You need to know exactly where your food's coming from. It's the, the clientele that write the menu every week. Keeping your eyes open and your ear to the ground, essentially, and listening to what people are growing. The integrity, that, that provenance, that ability to not just know where something came from, but to really know the, the ins and outs of how it was raised mm. is really important. G'day and welcome to another Capital Cookbook 3 podcast. This is the Quicksand Food Connection and my name's Stefan Postuma. Today I speak with Alex Sue from Penny University Cafe in Kingston. Penny University is a fantastic local cafe. It's run by Alex and his business partner Ellie and they do a fantastic job of creating a vibrant and fresh environment that people can feel welcome in. Their menus are quite health focused and Alex always has something interesting on the menu. He gave us some fantastic recipes for the Capital Cookbook 3, and I really enjoyed talking to him about his philosophy as a chef and his experience running Penny University. So I hope that you enjoy my conversation with Alex Yu from Penny University in Kingston. Firstly, thanks for giving us these awesome dishes, Alex. Um, Penny University has become a pretty big part of Kingston culture since you guys have been open. Uh, I hope so. We're slowly gaining a following, following yeah. and you know, we try to do the best we can and we try to source locally, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it sort of appeals to the demographic here as well, so yeah. it's really good. How long have you been open for now? Uh, almost three years now. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. great. And when you when you first talked you know, about this concept, about this idea, um, what was the discussion like? Where, where, where did you... What, what was the original sort of vision um, and then how did sort of your expertise in the kitchen and, and, and writing menus and stuff come into that? Um, to be very honest, um, Effie and Ellie came up with most of the ideas of how conceptually how this place will be and things like that. And I tried to find recipes that will match the same concept. Yep. And um, but a lot of, basically a lot of running around, sourcing local products. And you know, for instance, we were the first cafe to use Pialago bacon. Now it's yep. uh, recognised as the best bacon in Australia two years in a row now three years almost now yeah and yeah and basically a lot a lot of research and um, getting you know going uh, to Sydney Melbourne see what they're doing what the trend mm-hmm. is and sort of bringing bits and pieces back you know? yeah so is that where menu development starts for you then it's like looking at what's available seasonally and locally and, and building from that 100% yeah um, basically I I'm very lucky I have a few really good local suppliers they'll tell me what's in season what they're for instance my butcher 
one of the butchers that we use, uh, they make their own sausages. Mm -hmm. And then if they come up with a new product, they'll always give me a sample so I can always test it out and something. And that's how, for instance, that's where the Recky Dog came about. Yes, they gave me a sample of a Toulouse style or we call it a Castellingo sausage. And yep. that's how it came about. So everything, menu development here is very organic. It's, it's like, it grows. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and you sew something in, and then it slowly, so I'll put on special, and then I'll tweak it a little bit, and then then it will go onto the menu. Yeah, awesome. Does that uh, collaboration with a supplier work in reverse sometimes? Like, for example, with your butcher, if you're thinking about a brekkie dog or something like that, can you give him feedback yeah. on what you want in a sausage? Yes, definitely. Um, they're very accommodating in that sense. And yeah. They'll try to accommodate as the best they can. Yeah. Because a lot of the like a lot of our suppliers are smaller suppliers. Yep. They'll do what they can, which is they're very accommodating. But if there's difficulties, they'll do. So, they'll give me something that's similar, but you know, they'll develop something that yeah. they can use as well. That's fantastic. And obviously, with your sort of experience in Asian cuisine, um, is that something that you like in one of the dishes that you gave us today? Some of that influence comes in. Is that something that that you try to harness when creating your menus here? Uh, in a way, it's like I said, a lot of it is organic. It's basically drawing on experiences I have sure. from all different restaurants. I've worked from uh, places like Bellucci's in Monica to Chaconis uh, uh, in Melbourne and mm-hmm. uh, Malame in, in Barton. And, mm. and my dad's a chef as well, grew up with a lot of cooking in that way. So I bring bits and pieces, you know. Um, at one stage, I had a sort of tortellini dish, the filling was very Asian. It's my grandmother's dumpling recipe. Wow. So that's how I get to know. I draw on life experience. Yeah, know. great. Um, and then so talking about the uh, salmon dish with the miso that you did for us today, do you want to tell us a bit about that dish? Uh, that dish is of, um, it's developed as a, um, it was an idea that was developed at Malamé. Yep. And then they did it with a white fish, and I sort of changed it around, and I used the salmon, and I um, they used to do it with miso and sake. Yep. And then I I thought the girls wanted something light for summer. Uh, yep. A sour noodle sort of salad was an idea that they came up with, and I drew on that, and then I thought um, the salmon that I the fish I did at Malame was something that's really nice. So I thought I'll that with salmon yeah but I changed the sake to a yuzu because it gives it a little bit more um, fruity tartness it's really nice it's I, I had a taste of it and it's got that beautiful amount of citrus that, that that's that fresh summery sort of feel yeah. thank you yeah thank you it's all it's almost like a I think of it as almost like a piece of sashimi salmon that's already been dunked in soy yeah for you, you know, yeah that kind of thing yeah, it's a, and I think, and from the health perspective as well, it's obviously a really clean dish. Yes. You know, it's something that um, people are looking for in in cafe dining, especially these days, is, is, is nice, healthy options on the menu. Exactly. Um, people are a lot more aware of what's out there and a lot more aware of what's healthy eating nowadays, so you've got to accommodate that kind of stuff. Mm. Oh, uh, with the menu, I try to put in a few of those kind of dishes. But there is still a few of those indulgent dishes that are in there to give a balance. That's it, you know? yeah. 
you, you need that, you know, on the weekends, you know, I feel like something really sweet and there's that. We have the French toast croissant, you know, which is one of the best sellers, you know, is this salted caramel, icing sugar, caramelized banana, you know, so it's just... So that, so do you f- make a French toast out of a croissant? Yeah. So dip a croissant in egg? Yeah, yeah. that's right. And then, <laughs> wow. you know, and put salted caramel over the top, caramelized banana, caramelized banana. Come all popcorn, some peanuts. That sounds like a fantastic combination, mate. I'll have to come in and, and, and get it next time. I've got the hankering for something sweet because I love those sorts of indulgent things that are just almost a little bit over the top, you know what I mean? <laughs> We've had a lot of uh, American customers that actually come by and they say this one of their favorite dishes, they want to take it home and ask for recipes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I think with the with the health side of things as well, that sort of seems to run across the whole business with, you know, there's a good emphasis on fresh juices and smoothies. And, that's right. And, you know, there's there's sort of vegan pastries available and, you know, high quality teas and, and, and things like that. And I think that, that people are looking for that now too. That's really exactly, cool. yeah. exactly. And the girls are very, the girls themselves are very health conscious. You know, Ellie plays soccer and quite fit and... If you was the same, you know, she did a lot of gym work and has that, trying mm. to keep fit a lot. So yeah. they're very conscious of what they eat and they bring that along into this restaurant as well. Mm. You know, a lot of things they do, they, you know, they source a lot of um, ingredients for their smoothies, you know, things that are not uh, in vogue now, but it yeah. wasn't a while back. This is a lot more healthy thing. Yeah, way. exactly. And I mean, there's, there's so much out there and uh, I think that's, it's a pretty new world um, mm. You know, superfoods are a word that gets thrown around a lot, and yeah. it seems like there's a new one every couple of days. But it's all good stuff, you know. Like it's all good for you, and it's own, like they're all good ingredients in their own different ways, and they've all got their own character, their own flavour, their own texture. So it's interesting that there's a culture of popularity around healthy, healthy things, um, which you can find on your menu or in the smoothies or in the juices, any of that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, and it just it contributes to, to good health in general. Yeah, and basically. Sometimes, uh, sometimes, for instance, I look at a lot of cookbooks that are really old, you know, and go through history. And there's some really interesting, healthy food that, uh, items or ingredients that are, that is back in vogue. You know, things like farrel, where it was used in ancient times, and isn't that it's coming back in vogue? Mm. You know, quinoa, that kind of thing. It was. It, it's not really new, but mm. it's new. Yeah. You know, and it's, and so I'm trying to get yeah, out. I know exactly what you mean. It's all like it's it, things like Cavolo Nero as well, uh, you know, used in Italy for generations. Exactly. And and then someone throws the label superfood on it or something like that, and it becomes the best thing since sliced bread. But it, you know, as I said, it's a great like they're great products. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, many people have used it for thousands of years, and you know, it's it's there. It's good, you know, and you know it works. Yeah. You know, like anami beans, seaweed, all that kind of stuff. You know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely things like seaweed's a good example of that as well. And people are really nowadays, you know, learning how to harness harness the, the properties of it, cook it in different ways and that's right. And make use of it, not only its health benefits but also the flavour you can extract from it. Yeah, exactly. It's um so like in Asia we've always known about this thing called umami. Yeah. It's becoming a lot more popular and it's sort of a buzzword in yeah. Western cooking nowadays. And yeah, and there's a lot of naturally occurring umami flavors, you know, 
people say no Asian food they use MSG to get that umami flavor it is true but there's a lot of naturally occurring MSG yeah things like tomato seaweed that kind of thing yeah I find it interesting um, I think the public education on MSG and what it actually means is is a bit is quite low at the moment I think you know the word MSG is a very very scary word for a lot of people and they immediately think greasy Asian restaurants that you know you go home feeling swollen but there's a, there's a bit of literature out there where um, that's attributed to fat and salt more than it is MSG. Exactly. Um, MSG is a naturally occurring thing. Yeah. yeah. And in a way, some of the uh, first Asian food places had sort of given it a bad name. Yeah. They overuse it. They get, you know, and they use it in the wrong way, that kind of thing. That's how come it's, you know, associated with so many bad things now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Um, in terms of your experience so far here going from you know places like Chaconis, Malame, Baluchis where it's very uh, it's quite dinner oriented oriented how's how's sort of the transition into being a, a cafe chef and having having nights off been for you <laughs> having nights off is great I've got young a young family I've yeah. got two kids you know nine months and three years and it's great to go home to them at night and give them baths cook them food and that kind of it's, it's actually really good. I started my apprenticeship in a cafe, so yeah. it's pretty much drawing back on that kind of stuff. And I find that some of the dinner stuff can translate into the breakfast and lunch sure, quite yeah. easily. You just got to tweak it a little, you know, and yeah, and it works quite well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, working, at, working at higher class establishments, I think you're inherently challenged to be pushing a little bit and, 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 and constantly researching and pushing the boundaries. But I think in a place like um, Penny University here, you've, you've got that sort of creative freedom and a scope for you to sort of do some innovative things with your menu. You know, it's, it's a bit different. It's not necessarily, your, it's, not, it's not at all your sort of stock standard cafe fare. Yeah, I'm uh, very lucky in that. I have uh, you know, owners that... Uh, willing to let me play yeah. you know and you incorporate some of the stuff I've learned from fine dining Asian foods is that and bring it into the thing to be honest most some things don't work yep <laughs> but you just got to tweak it and make it work you know eventually it works yeah and, uh, you just got to find a way to make it work yeah um, we'll talk about the last dish yeah the, the gnocchi dish sorry do you want to talk about that one else yeah uh, it's basically it's actually a concept that my sushi chef came up with uh, a while back, and we've—it's because it's, we're such a small cafe with limited prepping area. We wanted to do something special like a gnocchi, but we needed to find a simpler version or a version that doesn't take up as much room or prep time. So we came up with this one. Uh, we found it in—I uh, can't remember which cookbook it was—and mm-hmm. it's basically just a set semolina gnocchi. And you just flavor it with whatever you want. And the current version uh, is a preserved lemon and parmesan. Mm-hmm. And it seems to go really well, and patrons really enjoy it. It's uh, light and fluffy, but then when you sear it, it sort of has a crisp crust on top. Mm-hmm. So there's a contrast in texture there already, and that seems to work really well. Really nice. And so you, you can adapt that dish through the seasons. I, I think the one you've got is quite a uh, spring sort of dish with some asparagus. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're currently in, in the process of changing it into the next one. 
which will be a wattle seed ricotta and parmesan wine. Yeah. And we're going to do it with uh, wild mushrooms and truffle honey. Yeah, lovely. So it'll be a little bit different, but uh, a little more heavy, a little bit more rich, and a little bit more warming. Yeah, beautiful. Awesome. Well, it's a great dish. Um, I always, I always like coming to Penny because every time I come here, and I live just up the road, so this is where I get my coffee a lot of the time. Um, there's something different. There's something new. So whether it's, you know, takeaway recently or um, different pastries or different juices, or there's something changing on the menu. There's always something. There's always something different here. You can ex- kind of expect to be surprised every time you come here. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I like to do that because um, it keeps the crew interested as well. Yeah. And they contribute a lot to the, the menu. So I'll give them an idea or I have a starting point, and they'll come up with other ideas, and then we'll mix and match and have a brainstorm, and then we'll put on the special. Yeah. And a lot of the menu changes tend to be from the special. Mm-hmm. And that's how we test the foods out. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Alex, for talking to us and giving us these awesome dishes. It's been good to talk to you. Thanks, mate. Thank you for coming in. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for listening to my chat with Alex C.U. from Penny University Cafe in Kingston. If you want to find out more about them, you can visit their website, pennyuniversitycafe.com.au. And if you want more of these podcasts, you can download the Quicksand Food Connection on iTunes and on Stitcher, or you can get the whole Capital Cookbook 3 season for free on our website, quicksandfood.com. If you want to keep up to date with what we've got going on, you can follow us on social media at Quicksand Food on Facebook and on Instagram. Thanks for listening to this chat and we'll see you again next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.